What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 109 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Arnell Pierce, and alongside the five slight man, Devin Stanford. What's happening, baby? Saud, dude. Saud, dude. It's been a while since we've had a good Saud, dude. <laughs> we, yeah, we never get good Saud, dude. We got to bring it back. You know, nah, I don't know though, if we're gonna be able to pull that off. You gotta, you, know, you gotta like, be like, you gotta be like, don't dab, don't dab. Turn off his camera. Yeah, I know. Turn off show's over. Camera. Show's canceled. You know, what I mean? show's he's over. Just, <laughs> he's just starts flossing. He's just like, <laughs> Jesus nah, Christ, dude. It's a saw, dude. Oh, <laughs> okay. That hurt my brain. <laughs> that hurt my brain. The man who is not saw doing is our very amazing and wonderful, special, beautiful human being that we have on today our man dj simfix let's go what's happening good cracking people hey what's how y'all doing bro? Today? What's how you doing dog how you been what's new what's, Dude, what's cracking doing great i've been just chilling you know living life trying to get through school Mm, uh, mm, but yeah, here to, mm. here with these beautiful folk hey, right you know here. Saying, you know so you're hey, hey, you're in, you're in college. You're doing the motherfucking thing, man. Obviously, your brain's mm-hmm. like you know wild all over the place. We'll be getting into it a little bit later during our our interview section. Mm-hmm. But like, how how you doing? How you you staying healthy? You staying good? You like yeah, keeping yourself I'm, together? You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm keeping myself together. Chilling. Chilling. I'm chilling. Killing it. You killing. I'm straight chilling. <laughs> DJ, so usually uh, we, we kind of roll into things and talk you and chit chat or whatever. But for anybody who doesn't know you, uh, who are you? Who is DJ? Give, give us your pronouns. Give us what you're about. And then uh, and then and then give us your favorite video game of all time. Oh, OK, OK. So my name is DJ Simfix. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. I go by he him. Let's go. Uh, I play a lot of FPS games, um, but I recently just got back on the Twitch uh, streaming and um, I like making content. I like making uh, entertaining people, making people laugh. Hey, My community, we call it the the vibe fire. So think of like, you know, a bonfire on the beach, it's golden hour, sun setting. <laughs> And we're all chilling, vibing out to music or doing whatever. So I never pressure any any of my viewers to to chat or you know, you know, stick around. You can just stay as long as you want, you know, for a short time, long time. But you're always welcome, and you're you know, no, it's a judgmental free zone. And um, my favorite video game of all time has to be Tekken Three. Hey, let's go! That is good. That is my favorite game of all time. You can't beat that game. God damn! I that's think it's one of the greatest. Fucking classic. Well, I think you can beat that game. It's called being the best. Okay. Which I am not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out of here. I love you, DJ. Uh, end of the show. End of the show. Yeah. Two ends so far. That uh, that da- that down back uh, X circle. I don't know. Were were you uh, were you on PlayStation guy for for these early Tekken days? Yeah, I was. I was a. Game? I was a. That was a PlayStation household though for the longest time. Yeah. Um. I was. I was like. So my mom and dad worked a lot. So I. I would just like come home from school and just play on like my PlayStation. And then my brother gave me his old PS2 when he moved into college because my hey. um, my brother's like way older than me. Um. So he handed me down the PS2. I had like a whole shelf. It was like a like this tall. Like you can see. Like it was like this tall. A shelf full of games, like top to bottom. Of PS2 games, like oh, dude, and That's... you know, like the PS2 had like so. There's so oh, many yeah. games, like it looked like a Steam library. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> dog! Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude. Well, and like so, Tekken specifically, like I that that was the first like like 
Tekken game I got into because I didn't play Tekken mm-hmm. 1 or 2 back in the day. So Tekken 3 yeah. was like the first thing I got into. But me and my family played the fuck out of that game. And like Jin yeah. was like my fucking dude. He's like, iconic. Dude, y- yeah, Yoshi, the- Yoshimitsu. Like if you knew how to use him. To this day, that is the best design for him. God damn. Because like, he had son. so many other iterations, but that one is the best design for that. How'd, how'd you feel about them putting him like in, in Soul Calibur? after that like you remember when that happened we were like yo what yeah. the fuck like it was wild oh dude. yeah he was, yeah, he was seen good that. In i was like caliber he is he he's cool in soul caliber though i, I yeah, think he, he, I think he fits i think I, it's, it's really funny he has that crossover oh it's so cool so, so cool. you're a tekken guy obviously yeah tj yeah or no what what what's your favorite fighting game series more mortal Kombat was always mine more i i figured yeah. i figured mine yeah. is soul caliber yeah, yeah. So, I I did a little bit of Soul Calibur back in the day because I actually I played uh, Soul Edge when it first came out like, on the Dreamcast way way back way way no on my PlayStation One um, and then like uh, I I played the fuck out of that game for a minute um, and then Soul Calibur came out I was like ooh this is supposed to be like the follow up to to Soul Edge. And my homeboy, who I had at the time, was like, yo, dude, we got to check this out. And, like, got into it. And I was like, this game is fucking hype, dude. Like, Soul Calibur is tight back in the day, dude. Like- and, and there was a there was a Soul Edge Easter egg in Tekken 3. Uh, if you saw, it was on um, in Paul's stage, like, in the back in the graffiti, it said Soul Edge. On the- oh, that's sick. Oh, that's so, yeah. that rips. So, I didn't even so realize that, dude. Okay. My, my favorite Soul Calibur was Soul Calibur 2 mm. on oh, yeah, the GameCube. On the GameCube, that was the best place to play it. Was on GameCube mm-hmm. back God when damn, that came dude. out. God damn, that's and awesome. that's when they put Link into it. Oh, oh, yeah. that's right, dude. Link has to go because I forgot there was like console exclusive, like yeah, co- yeah. Uh, it was um, honestly, yeah, probably the coolest fighting game little trope, like multi platform, is the fact mm-hmm. that they were doing console exclusive characters. Like they did Kratos. Yeah, the Kratos. Um, Kratos was yeah. a dog in, in MK9. Like, yeah, that was they did. Spawn. That was pretty good. Spawn, yeah, Soul Calibur Two had Kratos on PlayStation Two, and it had uh-huh. Spawn on Xbox, yeah, and That's Link nuts. on GameCube. It was not, and then Soul Calibur Three, they did Star Wars killed characters. Oh yeah, yeah, Yoda. Uh, Yoda, Xbox Yoda, got Yoda, Yoda, yeah, um, and uh, Vader, and um, PlayStation, PlayStation Three got Darth Vader, yeah, but they also mm-hmm. put Star Killer, Star Killer, yeah, I was just about to say Star Killer. Yeah. Devin, are yeah. you are you a Maxi main? You come off as a maxi main. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, okay. Right. I, I I have played with him, but I'm definitely not a maxi main. Okay. I was, gonna I say, was a Keelik. I played for a Mitsuri long game. time. <laughs> I was the Keelik guy. I was what, was that was that DJ? I, I played the 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 generic samurai guy. The oh, Mitsurugi. I think. Yeah, Mitsurugi. Oh, he's so good, dude. Yeah, yeah Mitsurugi's like a, yeah. really good. Uh, yeah. No, I was a Keelik guy. Who do you think I, was mine? Used... Who do you think was mine? Huh? Who do you think was mine? Take a, um, take a at it. Cervantes. Ivy. God damn it, it was Cervantes. Ivy was a second, oh. though. Ivy was uh, a second. Also, my I second. I feel like I was, was like, I look at her now, I'm like, you're an Ivy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ivy was just hard I mean, to use because she was having that, that combo, dude. Who wouldn't? I know. <laughs> my, my second character was uh, Valdo. Fuck Ooh. Valdo, dude. Valdo made yeah, the toxic. Yeah. I was really good with Valdo, <laughs> too. Be a Valdo, He's a Valdo yeah, guy. People would get really Valdo, bad at me as Keelik because I would just juggle people in the air with the staff. You know? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. More and Mormon. Then, and then they'd be like, play as a different character. So I'd pick Valdo, and they'd be like, okay, okay. And I'm just 
doing I all the you. weird I ground moves. I fucking hate you so much. Morbid in uh, chat says, now I'm curious, who do you think I mained in Soul Calibur? Morbid, I think you were... I think he, he were, was a Siegfried guide. He, he, he hates been, everybody. Right? He's he totally, he's totally Siegfried. Siegfried. Yeah, totally Siegfried. Uh, he said also it was definitely a Tekken player. Ooh, Morbid. Let's know your your Tekken man. I want to know that too. That was that's popping. But uh, uh, but you know, <laughs> I was anyway. not a Tekken player, guys. You are you what? I'm thinking of getting the Jin Kazama tattoo. I want that. Dude, get the gloves. Get the gloves. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I want the gloves. Dude, you have no idea. Every time for I ask for Christmas to get those gloves. <laughs> every every goes, Mom, happened. I want to be cool. Never happened. Cool. Oh, Morbid said Nightmare. <laughs> that, I, of course, I was going to say Nightmare. Yeah. It's basically the same. Him and Seafried are, not, are not that fucking yeah. different. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyways, today we're not talking about Soul Calibur. Today we're talking writing of Tsushima. DC's big changes. A good time with a good friend and much much more because this is the good kraken podcast your choice all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturday at 12 p.m if you're on this wave you can head on over to patreon.com slash good kraken show where you can submit questions and topics of the show get exclusive post-show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea Thank you, Devin. But if you have your pockets for the latest and greatest, that is only... God, Jesus, I botched that. Greatest in entertainment. That is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash good. Cracking show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. <laughs> DJ can tell you a lot about Twitch Prime, baby. Let's go. And we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home or Give it to the wonder, wonderful DJ Simfix right here, right now. You know what I'm saying? Go over to his Twitch channel and just drop that shit. Give, give him a couple bucks. Yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the very least, everybody is required to go follow him. Yes, right now. absolutely. Go, go. Let's, let's, just get, let's give DJ that shout out. If you, if you are watching this or listening to this later, go look up DJ Simfix. That's Ooh. D-J-S-Y-M-P-H-I-X. And drop go follow that motherfucker. Drop in chat right there. Give him that shout out. And say, go fucking follow He's got a beautiful man. smile. Mm, Goddamn. And beautiful everything else. You know what I'm but you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Devin. Ernell. We have some captain's orders, my friend. Guys, please let us know what kind of merchandise you're wanting from GK. We are right around the corner from starting to get things rolling, for getting official good cracking merchandise going here. We finally got things ready to go for us to be able to pull that off for you. And the good cracking condoms are officially on the way. Not happening. No. I was just <laughs> about to mention condoms. Damn, man. I was just I, about to mention it. Uh, listen, I'm I like, saying, uh, <laughs> uh, I've been trying to get this in on Devin, but he's he's not having it. I was telling him we can get good cracking condoms. GK we can make their own money doing, doing a different <laughs> item. Little, little octopus cusps underneath it, you know, ribbed for her pleasure, like cusped for her pleasure, you know what I'm saying? And they're multi-use. You can use them as a, as a ski cap. You can use it as, as a swimming cap, a shower cap even. <laughs> Should I do it again? Water balloon. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like right. You use a sock you put on your foot. They'll be big enough. They'll be big enough. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Saint. Thank you for following, DJ. You're the best. Morbid says, I want the official GK Bad Dragon. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Fucking go, baby. Mike and Shao, let's crack. Let's crack. And Mike, how you doing today, baby boy? How you doing, baby boy? Dad! What do we have next for the people, my guy? Well, 
we are not stretching out an elastic piece of rubber because we are giving you guys the newest of the news. Welcome to the helm. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Devin, my guy, hit him with our first piece of news, my dude. Let's Absolutely. Let's so this is pretty exciting, y'all. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Chad Stuck, Stahelski feature take of Sony uh, PlayStation games sets writer with Takashi Dosher. This is coming from Anthony D'Alessandro over at Deadline. The game from Sucker Punch Productions and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment follows samurai warrior Jin Sakai, the last surviving member of his clan, who must set aside the traditions that have shaped him as a warrior to wage an unconventional war for the freedom of Tsushima. As first told in March 2021, John Wick filmmaker Chad Stalhiski has attached to direct. Peter Kang is overseeing the project on behalf of the studio. Stalhiski, Alex Young, and Jason Spitz are producing their company with their company 8711 Entertainment. Asad Quizilbash. Quizilbash? Quizilbash? Quizilbash. Quizilbash. I don't know why I saw an A. Anyways, okay. It's um, a little weird. It's all right. Drink more when... coffee, guys. Yep. Uh, and Carter Swan will produce on behalf of playstation productions sucker punch productions will serve as eps executive producers let's so fucking go morbid yeah, says hydrate morbid says hydrate you gotta take a drink mm, mm. yeah mm. thank you morbid we appreciate you taking care of us uh morbid's also said he spits eh? uh very much so very much so dj yeah. you yes. are a ghost of sushima guy yeah yeah, um, I I haven't played it, but I've watched people play it. I've watched okay. extended like walkthroughs. I that's think right, the game is right. beautiful. God um, damn, god damn! It is. It is. I look. I've been a sucker punch fan for a long time. I played the first like infamous games, and I fell in mm. love with them. If I if mm -hmm. Tekken didn't exist, Infamous Two would probably be like right up there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, I see you. I see you. Um, All right. And it, and also because it's it's set in New Marais, which is like New Orleans, basically, yeah, in Louisiana, yeah. So I, I'm a little bit biased on that, but it, it, it was it's one of my favorite like game series. I'm I'm so, super glad that they made something like that's like big because you know Infamous one and two were like kind of cult classics in a sense, you know, like yeah. it wasn't like that hyped. Um, people weren't really asking for like another one. Infamous Second Son was. Eh, okay, but some people really like that game. There was their first foray into those types of that that um, series. But Ghost of Tsushima is like, like iconic, you know. Like mm. came in a time like what, like uh, during the pandemic, basically, mm -hmm. or like right before, and everyone's like playing it. Seen so many people stream that game. Everyone has great. Uh, it has great public reception, and now that it's getting a film, yeah. And and yeah. the what is the uh, Chad Stahelski is uh, is he still he's still at the uh, he's still yeah, directing he's still, right? he's still doing yeah. the thing man I mean like okay, dude, coming so, from so, John Wick like goddamn yeah potentially be very and, like, good so you know and he's a stunt guy because we know that yeah. you know he's a stunt guy the fight scenes are gonna be so good. it's gonna be so dope, <laughs> dude. so good I'm so fucking excited oh my man. god because oh, the, the basis is like uh, what was it like the um I forget like the uh, the Ghost of Tsushima is based off like those old samurai films, right? 
like the, yeah the game they sort of like yeah. had inspiration from old school like uh, yeah, samurai like, movies from a long time yeah. ago um, and there's actually a mode in the game that allows you to play it to make it look like an old I just forgot the director's name and i really <laughs> i forget what his name is uh fuck uh was it kurosawa Kurosawa, yeah, yeah, Kurosawa. Yeah, yeah. Kurosawa. Yep. So, yep. so Kurosawa and like, so with this would mix in with like, you know, Stahelski's like genius John Wick. Like, I think there's a lot of potential for this movie to just go crazy. It's gonna fly. I you wonder. Know. But fly. with video game movies, you know, we never know. Yeah. Never know. yeah. What's up, Devin? What I, I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna do it black and white like the classic Kurosawa movies. I think they might have a part. maybe. For, I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's like for the action scenes. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like you'll switch to black and white. Like oh, like, that's cool. But you just see blood. Yeah. You just see blood. I'll be like, you know. But the blood will still be, be red. Yes. So like, I that's think that's cool. Fucking G. Uh, Morbid dropping like, the uh, one way, the one week lyrics. Uh, like Kurosawa, I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. Uh, classic <laughs> line. Classic line. Yeah. Uh, now, Devin, you were gonna chime in for a second when we first started here. Well, what what thoughts do you have on this? You have do you have faith yeah, that this I, is gonna I be a banger? Or? Yeah. 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 I do. I do. I still need to if it if it fails, it it says more about Chad than like anything else. You know what I'm saying? Because it is a great foundation for like what it's trying to build on. Like it's not it's not in like this like mystical fantasy setting or a sci-fi setting where you could have potential to fuck it up. It's literally it's really grounded in the in a sense of reality, besides the the uh, expansion mode with the multiplayer with the Japanese like mythical legends, right? But other right. than that, you can still incorporate that into some way. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, Devin, you're saying I, I, I think it would be cool if they did incorporate that a little bit because, mm-hmm. like, just giving a little bit. Yeah, I'm mean, granted, samurai movies would remind just... me of what? What? Forty Seven Ronin. It would. Well, so it, it could actually it could actually fit. I, I have very fun movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Not necessarily the best movie ever, but it best. Was but it was fun. It was a yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, that was um, a fun movie. But they they have room to do something like that though, because the the mm-hmm. multiplayer for Ghost of Tsushima, uh, you're you're basically playing a folklore tale. Um, in the multiplayer, playing as four different right. samurai warriors. Um, and you're doing that because in the story of Ghost of Tsushima, the village people who live in Tsushima, he, Jin Sakai is saving everybody from the Mongolian attack. And uh, and because of such, they're, they're effectively coming up with folklore tales about this Ghost of Tsushima. But come to find out, they don't actually think the Ghost of Tsushima is one person. They think it's four spirits that are protecting them mm. and you're playing as the four spirits in the multiplayer playing out these stories and tales of what happened to the actual story of ghost of Tsushima. And that's supposed to display like how the village people of the Island uh, believe that like, it, it couldn't have been just one guy. He's doing so much. It can't be just one person. And so like right. you're, you're playing out that tale. So they have room to do something like that and like make that actually mm. fit in the, in the lore of it. But Dude, this movie's gonna fucking bop. I'm I'm really excited for this. Like anything Chad Stahelski at this point touches is has to be action gold. So like at, at this point, yeah. take my fucking money. At, at least it'll be a, a fun film. If anything, it, it'll be a fun film. The very fucking at least, the least. Some other stuff mm. that's not quite as fun though. Devin, hit him with our second story, my dude. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Witcher 3 next gen upgrade delayed again as CDPR takes over development. Amelia Zollner uh, from IGN uh, has this story for us. And part of the delay may have to do with the change of the developer. 
Previously, the update was being developed externally by Saber Interactive, but CD Projekt Red has elected to bring the remainder of the game's development in-house. Quote, we have decided to have our in-house development team conduct the remaining work on the next-gen version of The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. A recent tweet on The Witcher's account reads, we are currently evaluating the scope of work to be done and thus have to postpone q2 release until further notice we'll update you as soon as we can thank you for your understanding god damn it man <laughs> it's okay like i know it's okay i, know, I still I have so many other games i have to finish before i even like restart that game you know and yeah. that game is a massive undertaking in itself if it needs more time that's fine that's fine I need to beat, yeah, you know, Dying Light yeah. 2. I need to beat Cyberpunk, which is really good now. Like, really good, actually. Like, how it should have been re released. Good, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm having a great time playing that game. It's, um, just, it's just a bummer for me because, like, I read all the books and I was hoping to go into this thing where, like, I'd read all the books and then because the games pick up right after the books, I'd be able to read the stories and then start playing Witcher 1 and then play Witcher 2, and by the time the next-gen upgrade for The Witcher 3 comes out, I can start The Witcher 3. And then basically my game plan was to start doing, like, you know, every other day do a stream of me playing, like, a quest on, on The Witcher 3 or whatever, and kind of, like, do, like, a part-time thing. It's like, which I thought I thought it was a fucking good idea. But now I might have to just do that with the regular Witcher 3 game, and that's fine. I don't necessarily have any issues with that. Um but at the same time, I'm like, man, like I kind of, I kind of like wanted to play this this fucking next gen upgrade because I like, like I mentioned to you before, Devin, I put like 113 hours into The Witcher Three and still mm -hmm. never like even got halfway through that game. Like, there's so much to fucking do that game, and I would love to have yeah. an excuse to go back and finally finish it. Yeah, just just wait till that next gen uh, update comes out. I mean, we have Destiny to play. We do. I do have weeklies on Destiny. That I have to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Not only that, like we gotta, we gotta get you raid ready. We gotta start going through some dungeons. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm I know. Right we there. gotta start getting you through some dungeons. We gotta get you mm. Galahorn. Mm. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. I'm yeah, right around the corner. Yeah. Right around the corner. DJ, are you are you are you looking forward to Witcher thing? I don't know if you're quite a, um, a big open world RPG kind of guy, but like I I do enjoy open world RPGs. I, okay. I enjoy role playing games in general. I just I haven't found the one that's like really like for a long for the longest time i haven't found the one that that has a good balance of because everyone has the action. one that they are in love with right like the one yeah that and like, that oh, one is elden go. ring at the moment <laughs> for yeah elden for ring three, has to okay. be my favorite because sure. like i've been looking for a game like that for a long time it has the role-playing elements yeah it has the leveling and but it also has mm -hmm. great combat to suit to like supplement it as well because like most of the time it's like either or with like rpgs for me right in, in my opinion like I love Fallout New Vegas. It's one of my favorite games Ooh, of all time. Fallout's a good franchise, like, my guy. Combat is kind of garbage, but the role-playing aspect and, like, building your character how you want to be and, like, the storytelling, mm -hmm. dialogue, that is perfect to me. Impeccable. But the combat, of course, is lacking. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I haven't been a big Witcher guy. I kind of, I was kind of hoping, like, they would make a new one so I could, like, maybe hop into that one. It's, but like you know, it's a next gen up. It's same, if it's the same Witcher three, then I know that I, it'll, I'll probably never finish a Witcher game ever. Like I don't think it's in my mental capacity to, uh, because it, it I I've played and I, I've played a good chunk of Witcher three, um, and I don't even know how far I went. I, I got through it, 
because there's just so much to do. There's a lot. That I, I don't even know how to measure my progress really compared to everyone else. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a surprisingly in depth. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a great game, and I've seen like cool ways, like the combat's great. Um, I just I'm kind of upset that I'm just playing just through Geralt. I wish I could like if Play Witcher more, had yeah. like. Or like if it was a character customization or something, like I can make I mean, we, we it, could get that my own in the next thing. In the Witcher. We could. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like maybe mm-hmm. make my own Witcher or something. Make my own. Oh, yeah. that yeah. would fucking go I, off. Dude. Yeah, go off so hard. Like speaking of that, it's like I want to play the Witcher. You know, next gen upgrade. Mm. But the, we also have Starfield coming out this year. Oh god mm. damn it! I know you're right. You know, so much shit that going on. Be <laughs> yeah, we huge. also like, we so know good. there's a. Knights of the Old Republic remake happening oh, right now. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> you know, oh, man. I know. We know Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 is coming out. God damn it. God damn it. We man. have so many RPGs, man. Forspoken. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, thankfully like, that's going uh, it, to be more like an action game, but you know, still. But still, still it's going to be an action RPG. You know, it, it's going to be. It's a Square Enix game. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Surreal yeah. saying DJ looking fine. Let's go, Point? DJ. Thank let's you, go, Surreal. DJ looking like a snack out here. Now, speaking of open world stuff, though, Devin, uh, we got a big old open world thing potentially oh, yeah. coming out here pretty soon. Hit them with it. Yeah. Hello Games says new project is so ambitious, it would seem impossible even with a 1,000-person team. This is coming from Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. Speaking to IGN, studio co-founder and managing director Sean Murray said that while it's not a sequel to No Man's Sky, the new game is just as ambitious. So it's not going to come out with any of its content at release. He said, quote, for a while now, we've been working on something pretty ambitious in the background. It's a small team but we like it that way. Similar to No Man's Sky, yikes, uh, it's the kind of project that even if we had a thousand people working on it, it still seemed impossible, end quote. Jesus Christ. The game was in very early development as of September last year, but Murray reassured that while No Man's Sky is still receiving regular updates and isn't finished by a long shot, the two games aren't impacting each other's development. Here we go again, boys. So, so this is all I got to say. Um, okay. I, I'll believe it when I see it. That's it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, actually sure. see the release product. Um, I know No Man's Sky is good right now, but it took, like, what, three years to get that way from release? Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'll wait till it's out and, and I can see what content is there before I make any decisions? Dude, it's just, I bought No Man's Sky day one. Opening night, I got that fucking game. Played I'm it sorry. for four hours, and I was like, this is Minecraft in space. And nothing yeah. was functioning correctly. It like I played it for another like fifteen hours after that. I got to a few a few other planets or whatever, and there was some goofy shit. But like the game was so just not what they promised. And then come to find out, because they they were they were talking about how like oh like you have a one trillionth of a chance to run into somebody else because like even though the game's online, there's so many planets that there's just there's just no way that you're gonna run into anyone else, right? And it's like oh my god, they're so fucking cool. Like what if one day i do run into somebody and we can well we can make a base together come to find out they never actually intended on multiplayer coming out day one so they were only saying mm-hmm. that 
because you're just trying to delay. save face the fact that it's not it doesn't actually have online didn't have an online feature day one so they so then it goes into the lawsuits that they caught for false advertisement and a bunch of people fucking suing them for it and then they're like okay maybe we gotta fucking fix this up right i don't know if i fucking trust these guys at this point like it took them years to yeah, get the I game was, to where it's at now i can't i can't trust these dudes yeah, yeah i was I'm, gonna I'm say just, oh yeah go, i was gonna go say ahead, like Jay. the the last line like uh how the the two games aren't affecting each other's development. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> they have yeah. to be. Yeah. If if okay, the headline says freaking even a one thousand person team can make this next ambitious project. I I'm there's no way it's not affecting each other's development. There's no way. Right. Right. Even if they have a skeleton bullshit. team, like it's still like there's like if it's, it's that ambitious. There's no way. Yeah. No, dude. No. So anyways, Devin, I agree. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I, I guess we'll, you know, do, we'll take things from there, I guess, when, when the time finally comes. But uh, in the meantime, though, Bandai Namco appears to be making an HD remaster of a Nintendo game. This comes from Chris Scullion over at Video Games Chronicle, and he says this. The listings, which appear on Bandai Namco's Japanese recruitment page, suggest that Nintendo has commissioned the company to give a modern upgrade to one of its older poly polygonal titles. Excuse me. A third listing refers to a, quote, third action, 3D action, excuse me, uh, game background HD remaster uh, role described as a, quote, unquote, visual artist position for a 3D action game project commissioned by Nintendo specializing in, quote, unquote, HD remastering of 3D backgrounds. Among the duties listed in this HD remaster role are the, quote, unquote, remastering of deformed 3D backgrounds, the, quote, unquote, porting of existing 3D background data, and the, quote, unquote, incorporation of data into in-house game engines. These duties suggest that the successful candidate will be responsible for handling 3D background assets that had already been created for a game released on a previous Nintendo system and remastering them for upcoming Switch games. Devin, put on that tinfoil hat I know you love to wear, baby. What game do you think this is going to be? Well, I, I'm actually like looking through like games that Bandai Namco has released Mm -hmm. through nintendo name, name name some off for the people at home like they did so they did all the dragon ball games mm -hmm. like dragon ball z and dragon ball z budokai and all, you know yeah, all that we're, stuff we're thinking older than that right so it's polygonal titles give us some of these polygonal games you know what i'm saying I, 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 yeah. i'm trying to find dude oh, they really so many games they, they do like every anime video game mm -mm -mm. Bandai Namco old school games. Let's take a look at that. You know what I'm saying, let's take a look at that. Uh, let's see here. They did so, Pac-Man. They did. They did do Pac-Man. You're right. Uh, surreal. What the fuck is polygamy? <laughs> that's not. <Come> what, <laughs> that's not okay. Polygonal. <laughs> Polygonal. That that means uh, they're like blocky shaped character art. Yo. Yeah. They did do the Digimon games. They did do the Digimon games. That is correct. Because uh, even mm -hmm. even even Morbid says not Digimon World Remastered. Um, <laughs> they're, they're cooking surreal in chat now. <laughs> polygamy, polygamy gaming. Yeah, polygamy gaming. Yeah, I love it. That's my. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's the new word for co-op. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> did you guys know that Nintendo owns polygamy gaming? <laughs> Nintendo owns 3.8 million shares of Bandai Namco. Oh, that's that's not surprising, I guess. Yeah, that, that that's pretty cool. Surreal says phone corrected. Oh, shares. <laughs> it's it's the 
Nintendo owns the equivalent to uh, $186 million of Bandai oh, Namco. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see you. I see you. That's a lot of, so we have that's things, a lot of dollars. We have things yeah. like Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, Ace Combat, Naruto, Pac-Man oh, World, um, Tales of the Abyss, Gunpei, uh, Hack, or Dot Hack. Uh, they did Digimon World, Dragon yep. Ball Z. So it's like there's there's a lot of lot of Tamagotchi. They did Tamagotchi Connection Corner Shop. They did that. That would be fun <laughs> coming from that. They did the Tales of series. Mm-hmm. They had Dynasty Warriors. Uh, that's not quite polygonal though. You know what I'm saying? That's not quite Tekken. Uh, Tekken. Tekken. They did do they did do Tekken. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Digimon World. Dawn Dawn Dusk. Uh, so they they've done they've done a lot of stuff. A lot a lot of stuff. Stiff. Katamari. Um, Katamari. Tales of Vesperia, that wasn't quite polygonal. I mean, like, we, we got to think, like, older school than that, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I mean, the first one they have listed. I mean, Tales of Vesperia is 14 years old. Well, this is a this is a HD remaster, so it, it can't be, like, too... Yeah, and it's 3D right. modeling. Right, right. Yeah, so it has maybe, 3D stuff on it. maybe... Hmm, hmm, hmm. Thinking, hmm. like... Late nineties stuff. Not Naruto maybe. Ultimate Ninja. They're gonna do Naruto Ultimate Ninja. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny you think about. But I mean, again, like we'll we'll see it when we see it. Like it's 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 a cool thing that they're doing, and like you know things like this. Obviously, there's a big fan base for Bandai Namco games. So like, there's this is for some people. Um, it's I'm wondering because it's an HD remaster of an old polygonal game. I wonder like what the fuck they're think like thinking that because Bandai Namco's kind of went in this direction. Well, it's a Switch game, right? They're putting it on the Switch. I, I, right, I, I'm right. almost thinking Digimon. I mean, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? I love me because they Digimon, they you know did just come out or they're coming out with a brand new Digimon game, anyways. Right, right, right. So like it, it's just kind of like um, you know, anything. Could be a thing with Fortnite. Like what? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mor- Morbid says Digimon has a game in the works currently. They do. I'm very excited for it. It's not quite the Digimon game that I'm yeah. wanting it to be, but I mean, that could solidify a thing where they're wanting to port something to Switch to help move towards, you know, a Digimon like like IP carriage. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, who knows? Who knows? It could be a thing. It could be a thing. But like I said, maybe we'll it's Fast it. and the Furious Crossroads because it looks so bad the first time it came out. Get to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, some other stuff that we will actually potentially be seeing kind of soon. Warner Brothers Discovery, exploring overhaul of the DC entertainment. This comes from Brent Lang over at Variety. The move would potentially affect DC feature film development in the Warner Brothers Pictures Group streaming series at Warner Brothers Television and the creative arm within DC proper, all in an effort to have the display. De- spirit elements more closely aligned in order to maximize the value of the superhero stable when often seen as punching up against Marvel insiders say that David Salov Zaslov Zaslov we'll just go with Zaslov the CEO of the combined companies believes that the success of the merger one that has left the company highly leveraged will rest in no small part on unlocking the full potential of the DC Comics universe of characters so basically what happened is we had a warner brothers and discovery merger and they're now talking about trying to get their own kevin feige for the dceu and on top of that they're talking about completely wiping the slate clean and then starting over with the dceu based off of things like joker and the batman dj 
I don't know if you're a DC guy. I don't know if you're a superhero movie guy crazily. You know what I'm saying? I know here, absolutely fucking are. Where do you yeah. sit? Do, is this needed? Do they need to do this to save the DCEU? Yes. I, I I agree with this move. I think, okay. like, we, I even though I'm not too deep into, like, superhero movies, like, I mean, I, I like to watch the Marvel movies like everyone else does. Yep. Of course, um, like, I'm not, like a normal has, human being, right? That, yeah. yeah, like that has, but that has also piqued my curiosity in learning about more of these characters that are in these universes. Um, I've never felt that way about DC. I've never, like, Batman's cool. I know Batman. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a superhero, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, he's a vigilante, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, my fault. My he's a, fault. He's a cop with a cape. Uh, I, actually, I actually watched, yeah. like, the old, like, animated, like, Justice, Justice League shows. I had, like, a DVD I would watch. So good. Them. So like, they good. They had a movie. It, it's So good. Um, and I really enjoyed those. I think they, they really need to, like, just wipe the slate clean, like, start over. Um, uh, they desperately need it, like yeah. Surreal says. Yeah, I, very much so. Very much so. I, I think if if they could turn this shit around, dude, then we'd have some like, like, either way, us as the consumer just wins. You know, we got one side is Marvel making good movies, besides Morbius. That's Sony. That's Sony. Well, Mar- Marvel yeah. still has a couple of like producers and stuff. But it's that under are part of Marvel's it. belt. Okay, it's just not Kevin it's still Feige. A loss to them. You know what I mean. Like, it's yeah, it's yeah. still under their belt. It's still their loss. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll still give the. But L it's to a them. Sony Pictures production. Who gives that Marvel <laughs> okays? <laughs> that you know Marvel I mean? said, <laughs> "Yep, well, go ahead, well, brother." Marvel Marvel okays it because they have Sony to. Owns, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Sony they have owns to, yeah. the <laughs> IP. Could you imagine being like one of the one of the terrible movies? One of the reps for Marvel, and they're sitting in the movie, and they're like, "Yeah." Are you fucking kidding me? I like, this like, yeah, like, oh yeah, I yeah. have to okay like this. He shit. does it every time. Every he does time, it every dude. time. God damn well, it, man! Notice, notice these shitty, these shitty like Sony picture Marvel movies didn't start coming out until after we got Tom Holland god in the damn, MCU. God damn, right? You notice god that? Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, god yeah. Damn. Like, I, I, I'm not even stoked for Craven the Hunter. I already know they're gonna fuck something up with Madam Web because they fucked up Venom and mm-hmm. Carnage. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're mm-hmm. if you're fucking up Carnage like that, you're gonna fuck up Madam Web. I'm sorry. God damn, man. Yeah. God damn. Let there yeah. be Carnage. Surreal says they need to stop acting like Marvel and make actual good movies. I mean, like the thi- the th- the tough thing about yeah. it is that when DC bops, they bop. Like it's a fucking slap of a movie. Yeah, but so- it's so few and far between that. Like, like it's hard to have faith that it's going to be good when we have things like Batman versus Superman, right? Which I firmly believe is a very, very good movie. Uh, but just like Fortnite, <laughs> top ten movie of all time, Batman versus Superman. Uh, it's it's wild. But uh, they they like it's hard to have faith when they have so much terrible bullshit over there that's keeping yeah. them from being where Marvel is at. They absolutely fucking need this. I I definitely agree. I definitely agree, guys. Yeah, we have. Something very special for you guys at home. Uh, we got some breaking fucking news. Let's go. Breaking news, guys. Demon Slayer Season 3 gets a new official trailer. Guys, today we are going to be reacting to this trailer with all of y'all right now. Let's fucking do... Oh, wait. Whoa. Why'd that happen? Oh, that did not... That was the wrong, the wrong thing. Here. Let's go to the other one. Not the shipwreck one. <laughs> Oh, let's go guys let's go okay so we are going to go ahead and full screen this bad boy here guys let's watch trailer 
official trailer for season three demon slayer i hope are you guys ready are you guys fucking ready i'm ready i'm I'm ready as a steady fucking do it キミが残っ Looks kind of cool. Here we go. Here we go. It hype. Give it to us. Give it to us. Uh New scroll right there. Let's go, baby. Oh, new arc. I love how they do this. Let's go. Give it to us. Show something dope. Show something dope. Yo! They're making. Let's go. Dude, yes. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, let's Dude. fucking <laughs> go. go. You know what let's go, oh dog. My goodness. Let's go. DJ, listen, I'm telling you, dog, that last arc they did blew my fucking mind. I'm telling That's you. That's why I keep hearing it, man. Oh. Oh my dude, my dude! I'm telling you, they, they. I am so stoked. I like Devin said. I came to the show real fucking late, but when when I watched that last season, there's there's the last two episodes are some of the best fucking anime to have ever come out ever. I'm telling you, dog. Like you, you want to show DJ? The fight scenes are incredible. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's what did. What I hear. Guys, yeah, now, now that, that you saw like time. clips of some of the fight scenes, does it make you want yeah, to it looks sick? It looks sick. You better let us know uh, when you do. You need to hit us up on uh, Discord, uh, like, hey, boys, that yeah, Demon Slayer, though. Let's go. I need, Let's I need go, get through, let me get through the first season, and I'll let you guys dude, hey, dude, yeah, boy. Uh, do we need to do um, Discord Demon Slayer watch parties? I mean, like, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm saying, like, I gotta get through the ultimatum first, boy. 
Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move into our next one. But before we do, I want to remind everybody that they can support us over on patreon.com slash show, where they can get early access on this episode before it goes public. They can write on the show and they get this episode ad free. But if they're hearing this, they're not on our Patreon. So for now, have a word. From our sponsors. This piece of good Kraken content is brought to you by Glide Mousepads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back into the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Now, if you're like me and you spend a lot of time in your command center, whether it's streaming, editing, or designing, you need a quality mousepad that can keep up with that constant grind. You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code KRAKEN for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, KRAKEN, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for us content creators, and any of us here at GK can attest that sometimes you're just too damn tired to even think about how not to be tired any longer. Lucky for us, though, Rogue has figured out how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators around the globe. Check it. We have been drinking the ever-living crap out of this stuff. If I'll be completely honest with you, me, Devin, Garrick, Xander, Raven, Genesee, all of us here at GK absolutely adore this drink. Uh, it helps us in the mornings, helps us in the evenings. Uh, you guys know how it is. We've been going on about this forever, and it is no exception now. It's still taking care of us to this day. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKRAKEN for 10% off your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like now back to the show welcome back everybody we're we're right back you know what i'm saying <laughs> we're fucking doing it dog dj man how you doing dog do you feeling good do you feel you feel i'm feeling good, great baby? man do it, happy Let's to be it. here it's, it's ecstatic jubilant it's ecstatic. It's a ju- uh <laughs> <laughs> indubitably wonderful indubitably <laughs> indubitably that's what it is devin tell the people at home what we're hitting them with next my dude well, now it's time to uh, protect your neck. Mm. Are we protecting our neck yet? Is, is that... No, we're not. We're protecting the leg first. We've got to protect your neck, you know. So. We have We're not protecting the neck yet. We are doing it for the kids, though. we got to do it for the kids with yeah. hands on deck. That's what we're doing. Devin, what is hands on deck? Yo, so we all pick one movie or game and tell you guys about it that uh, we partake in in the last week so yeah 
and Devin watching nothing but hentai. It's great. DJ, <sighs> let's start with you, my guy. You are a guest for the day. Um, what have you been playing or watching this week? Um, I know it says one game movie, but I, I've told you guys I've been watching this one show. Yeah, let's do um, it. Let's do it. That that count. All right. So I've been watching for a long time. I've I've been a basketball fan. Um, oh, not so much okay. so recently. I've always liked playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always heard of this anime, uh, Kuroko no Basket, or Kuroko's Basketball. You can find it on Netflix right now. Hey, let's go. Um, it is a anime about basketball, specifically high school uh, Japanese high school basketball. And basically, as a as a basketball fan, like I. I was surprised that I haven't watched this anime sooner. Um, it it is very interesting, um, okay. and it explains basketball in a way that's interesting. Like even if you don't know about basketball, you'll be invested in the story and how it plays out between these characters. So basically, the um, the main character it comes from this like stacked middle school like uh, stacked middle school group uh, basketball team, right? Uh, right. The Taiko Middle School, and they're legendary. Like they, these, these uh, five kids, or six. These six kids are like legendary, right? Um, or five of them are legendary. They're called the. Uh, they call them the Generation of Miracles because they're that good. Um, and so they're coming into their first year of high school, and our main one of our main protags, um, uh, Kuroko, is the uh, the show's name after. He's the phantom sixth man because um, he uses, like, misdirection and, like, um, his lack of presence to win, to help his team win. And it's super cool. So, like, it, it just, um, it, you translate the title to English. It's, like, the the, the way Kuroko plays basketball. So, like, the whole show is, like, figuring out, like, his style of basketball and how he's going to beat his former teammates, his former middle school teammates through these, like, big high school basketball tournaments and um it's it, i i akin it to to what people say about demon slayer and how like there's these cool like art and shit like that you know like these cool like abilities but like really they're just sword fighting like in reality but the effects are just added to to you know make it look cooler and stuff like that i think it's really interesting the way the characters develop and like you all feel for each character by the end of the show it runs for three seasons um but it, it it's all like very short time span between each other. There's some like some episodes where it goes like it's like a flashback, a few episodes like kind of filler, but like it still explains like their uh, the middle school teammates like chemistry, how they like came together and how they fell apart. Right. Um, right. <clears throat> okay. I really enjoy this show. I think it's an entertaining watch. Even if you don't like basketball, I think it's or if, even if you don't know anything about basketball, they explain it to you like. Like when someone it's fouled and like the basket counts is like oh they'll they'll explain it's like uh like some people some person in the crowd will be like oh he just fouled like they get to shoot an extra free throw you know what I mean so right right and it's not like and and you would look at this and you would like some people would think it's like high cue where it's like fan service but there's like absolutely no fan service okay like, okay in this so like it's just basketball it's just story there's not too much fan service unless you find those characters like attractive which you know i don't blame you um but yeah i mean the the art style on this is super classic yeah very classic but they're also doing some things that are super smooth 
and like I, yeah. I can appreciate that for this. And ju- just like uh, 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 um, surreal is saying, like sports animes are a lot of fun typically. Um, so I'm I'm mm. I'm definitely down to check this out at some point. Like this this is rad looking. Mm. Yeah, I definitely I would suggest giving it a try because it, it is it is really cool and it's funny as well. There's there's one clip of uh, <laughs> so one of the one of the main pro tags he is um coming into this high school with Kuroko and they're like a dynamic duo mm-hmm. and like he's the tall one he's the tall one with the red hair we saw in the in that trailer you sure, showed sure um and he is he comes from going to school in America but he's he's Japanese but he goes to school in America and he's coming back to Japan for his high school to play ball oh so he's and so like, like yeah, okay, sometimes okay. he says lines in English and there's this one episode where they have to go like they're they're the first year so like the the seniors, the upperclassmen are trying to make them go to get like the sandwich from lunch. And then he tries to put there's this huge crowd around the uh the the stand where you get the sandwich. And then he tries to push through and he gets pushed back and he said, This is a Japanese lunchtime rush. And then he like he screams that. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. I was I had the pause and I was standing there rolling, just like <laughs> laughing my ass off. It's great. That sounds fucking rad, dude. I'm I'm here for that. I I I was telling Devin, I'm trying I'm trying to work my way back into casually like watching more anime. And a lot of that's been kind of my journey of going through like the bigger ones. But small ones like this that are like not quite as popular than others are like such a good catch mm. majority of the time like devin had me sold on uh what's what's that one anime devin the uh the greek god one oh uh oh the blood of zeus blood of zeus yeah that thing was a fucking banger coming from uh some some art styles like like castlevania i mean that netflix's castlevania mm. show that show was a fucking bop too um dude i i'm i'm sold i, I like i like the yeah. look of this i i yeah. there's not a lot of a lot of sports animes but when they do happen they're fucking mm-hmm. yeah i think slap, this is dude. the one where it's like the one of the ones where it's like yes this goes up there with Fuck a break, yeah, dude. the other anime. Fuck yeah, man. Devin, what have you been playing or watching this week? So I actually started revisiting an anime that I finished um, like almost a, lot a year of anime ago. going on over here. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Um, there, there's this anime. It's adapted from Webtoons. It's called Tower of God. You can oh, watch it on mm. Crunchyroll mm. or okay. HBO Max. Okay. All and right. this show is fucking wild. So um, in this show... The the main like synopsis is is like there there's people that are chosen from all these different like universes and planets and stuff like that, um, and they have to fight their way to the top like kind of like Yu Yu Hakusho style where they sure. fight each other to advance you know within mm-hmm. this realm, um, and when they get to the top of the tower, they get to make whatever wish they want. And it becomes reality. Oh, whatever. Okay. okay. Yeah. And there's all and they these know that crazy they, different. They know that that's the reward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And there's all these crazy different like weaponry. It's got an old school anime style. Like it looks like it's out of a manga. You know? Yeah. It like looks. It looks like sketched. That's it's weird. Yeah. But, like, it's it, really cool. But the style Very is like almost school. Digimon though. Like like yeah. like outside the line. That's oh, it's cool. Yeah, and there's a, always yeah, a character that has white hair that just kills it. You know, <laughs> of course, of course. They're like, yeah. But the to, weaponry yeah. in this show is so cool. And the character designs, the powers, like there's all these different races, and it's it's just awesome. Um, there's obviously like a love interest story going on too in the background, 
Um, and a lot of people are power hungry and there's all these crazy different twists because there's like an organization that runs it and you know everybody's got their own um like their own goals their own plans you know every single person everybody's backstabbing each other left and right too right oh jesus dude so they, they have the the great the greatest uh <laughs> anime betrayals of all time <laughs> format going on i, I don't that. know i don't know there's some other animes that have some wild betrayals but that's what i've been watching I've, i'm only on the third episode um again and i've i'm re-watching it because i reminded myself of it and i'm eagerly awaiting for season two to come out god damn okay dude i'm i'm here for it i'm here for it the 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 concept sounds dope so you you said that the 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 combat like the action in it is like pretty like high. yeah oh oh i can't remember how many how many of them there are but there are sacred swords in this too mm. that all have their own unique powers that sounds fun and cool, random characters have them in the show and some of them have these swords that, sh and they're people that shouldn't have these swords because they have to be picked. Because there's okay, like there's okay. like angels involved as well. Oh, okay, that sounds fucking like cool, yeah, dude. Dope. That sounds so dope. Yeah, are they like yeah. biblically accurate angels? They're like eyes. Ah, the, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Fear, fear not. Here. Eight thousand like, eyes. <laughs> but yeah. but I have another like. I mean, there. As you saw in the trailer, there are creatures in it, so you might see some shit, dude. You know that saying? would be fucking. Dope. That sounds dope, dude. I'm I'm down for but that. But yeah, um, that yeah, it's a it's a great anime. Um, uh, I'll 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 get back to you guys on another one here on Tuesday. Yeah, I got another yeah, one to check out. Say, it's kind of like on the same spectrum, but it's uh original. Just as a little tease, it's a from the same creators as Death Note. Mm. Mm. oh shit oh shit okay i can't wait to hear about that that's, that's <laughs> i'll fun. tell you guys that's about that fun, later dude. but yeah so i check out tower of god please please do it oh dude i so i've been making my way through some sleeper movies that like go back and watch mm. some great movies that i just never really got a chance to go after and one that i finally shot into was a very special movie from one christopher nolan who brought us the nolan horn for our breaking news called dunkirk and this movie is... I watched this the other day, too. Fucking sweet nasty dude i don't know how the fuck i slept on this movie for so long but this movie is is insane so i have a sweet spot in my heart for war movies and this one tickles every little fancy that i have for those uh with all the wonderful storytelling that no that nolan does so this movie specifically is about um 1940 uh germany attacking the uk attacking france and england and all those other countries over there and this this specific story is about uh, the English and the French trying to evacuate on on Dunkirk Beach while all this attack stuff is happening to them. Um, and the way they play this story out is so fascinating because it focuses sort of on these two French kids that are just trying to get out. They're just trying to fucking escape. And, the, and everyone around them is so disheartened by what's going on um, that they're sort of following falling into like situation after situation after situation of them just not being able to just 
be safe. They're just trying to find safety, and everywhere they go, things are getting destroyed and fucked up. Um, but they also have some other characters that they sort of, like, slightly focus on, like uh, an airplane pilot that's currently from England who's trying to fight German airplanes. Uh, it's played by Tom Hardy. And the scenes that they have of him doing this aerial combat are so cool because, like, they, they use it as sort of, like, an excess storytelling to show you a different, like, literal almost literal bird's eye view of what is happening but the real cool thing about this that makes it very nolan are are these multiple timelines that are not linear with each other they're sort of all in different gaps so like tom hardy being in the airplane is like a day behind while the story of the two boys trying to escape the beach are like our current timeline and then there's another story about uh uh these guys in a boat because at the time, England had requested uh, uh, a bunch of fishermen to come and help them evacuate people from the beach. So you have this other timeline with the people on the boat who are a little bit more forward in, in the timeline. And you're getting their story of them trying to come and rescue the, the English when realistically they have no business being a part of this war whatsoever. Um, and they end up actually finding a pilot who was there with Tom Hardy, uh, whose plane crashed in the sea and they go to save him. And he's like shell shocked from what had happened. So you're getting a bunch of different, just like really, really good character stories amongst this movie. Um, personally, I'm not, I'm not quite as in love with it as I was with 1917 because that movie is just, Mwah, it's fucking amazing but this movie was still a lot of fun it was super interesting if you're into war movies the way that i am um they 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 did a very very good job on it. i could not recommend it enough um but if you haven't seen 1917 watch that first because that movie is fucking gold dude <laughs> mm-hmm. i need to um, watch that after have, watching dunkirk i watched dunkirk the uh like uh, two weeks ago actually hey let's go how'd you like it did you like it I, I liked it. I, I yeah, the things you were describing, I was like, yeah, I, re- I remember that. Like that's freaking the way because like I was confused at first with like I was like, oh wait, there's it's different times. I was like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like mm-hmm. it's hard to follow at first, but then when I got it, I got it. I was like, oh okay, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And they um, they do a good job of sort of like leading you into it. Like they don't they don't express it enough at first because yeah. you think it's like at the same time, but then you start noticing some of the pieces aren't falling together right. And then you're like, oh, yeah. whoa, that's fucking weird. And then it all comes together near the end. You're like, oh, that's so fucking cool, dude. Like, no one's creative as fuck, man. He's yeah. Creative you, fuck. you remember that, that cool line? Like, when they just got into the boat, uh, the, the two two uh, the two soldiers, two uh, like mm-hmm. kids, basically, they, um, they just got another guy to get in into the boat. They're, like, passing out, like, toast and, like, tea and whatnot. Right, right. Um, and then the, it's like the guy walks up to one of the main protagonists he's like he's like what's wrong with your your friend he's like he's just w- looking for exits yeah oh dude i was like i was like oh shit there's there's so many just like disheartening moments in in war movies like this yeah. that just make it slap even harder dude Devin, i don't know if you're into war movies at all yourself but like oh, I love you, war are you, have you seen dunkirk no i haven't or 1917 which is kind you, of funny you need to see oh dude 1917 fucking oh, it's i so do good, like dude. war movies like a lot actually so 1917 mm-hmm. is a single pan shot 
So the entire yeah. movie feels like it's one scene uh, following the guy. And it is, oh, dude, that movie has you sitting on the edge of your fucking seat, man. Uh, Dunkirk's just a very good, like, Nolan take on a war movie. And so absolutely, mm-hmm. like, definitely, definitely watch those, dude. Definitely watch those. Now, Devin, I think we can uh, we can move into the good old juicy stuff here, my guy. Uh, yeah. Well, what do we, what do we, what do we, what do we do? Uh, you know, we're just, you know, we're, we're still protecting that neck. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, in, in yeah, yeah, we're still protecting yes. that. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, um, of course. Because fucking DJ's up on the gallows today. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> DJ Simfix, what do you have to say for your crimes? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where were you on the night of June 9th? Yarg, 1943. Eating my meat. Uh, at home, you say. What were you doing at home? Killing your husband! A confession, eh? <laughs> what are these accusations you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying guys today we're talking all the things dj motherfucking simfix out here our wonderful and esteemed guests that we have hanging out with us today let's dig into the juicy stuff dj are you ready for some fucking slanging questions my dude we're gonna talk yeah dude those. slang those questions onto my back let's, for let's me, talk to you baby yeah, you know what I mean, so <laughs> first off dj let's let's ask you the 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 core question we gotta ask everybody that comes in here you stream you're a content creator. Yes. You do the motherfucking yes. thing, my guy. What got you thing. into streaming and content creation in the first place? Okay, so um, it, it, it starts way back in, like, high school where, like... Way back once, in 1817, like, yeah. Once, <laughs> my, my Once my balls dropped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> back in 1944, um, yeah. <laughs> everyone's, everyone has always said, like, I have a voice for radio and, like, you know, entertainment... And so, you know, I took up, you know, theater and I, I liked acting, I liked performing. And like in high school, you know, I was I was I was playing games at the time, I was playing CSGO, I was playing um and then the new 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 thing came around the block, you know, Rainbow Six Siege. I had to, you know, I had Let's to play go. it. I was in love Let's with the go. game. And so, um, you know, I never really watched Twitch. I never really like watched streamers like that, you know. Um I would watch like, you know, an occasional like live stream fails like on youtube but i never watched anyone live stream so i was like i want to get better at the game and i want to watch someone play the game so i was like all right let me look through rainbow six category and so i scroll down and i see a guy and i click on his stream and i'm like this guy is asian um and i find out he's vietnamese i'm like i'm vietnamese and so like he had like 50 viewers and i i start chatting and then i was like oh like i'm starting to get it like the interaction and the, the the stuff like that, like that was so cool to me. Um, Fuck yeah, dude! And like you know, I got into his community and then like got through his Discord and like started meeting new people. And I was like, maybe I should give like streaming a shot. You know, I mean, I tried before, but I didn't have the rig to do it. And so like you know, I made it a point since like um, I just got to college. Babe. This is like when I'm just about to get to college, and um, I was like. I'm going to get the, the refund check I got from my school. I'm going to buy a new PC, buy, like, you know, the microphone and camera and all that stuff. And, you know, I met – and through that that guy, his name is Don Tran. He doesn't stream anymore. Through that guy, he was a part of Virus at the time. Um, he was a Virus partner at the time. And that through him, I met Sledge, and I started hanging out in his community, and I asked him, like, yo, like, like should I, like, start streaming? Should I go for it? He's like, yeah, dude, just go for it. He's, he had my full support. And, like, um, you know, his community, like, came to my streams. And, like, 
I that that's how I started getting the ball rolling. I was like just playing Rainbow Six Siege, no camera. I think like one of my, my hey, <laughs> I think go. one of my most viewed clips on my Twitch channel is like my first like one of my first clips ever. Or yeah, like one of my first clips ever. You see like, I have no camera. I was just streaming Rainbow Six Siege. I get like a three piece with a, a suppressed shotgun. Hey, <laughs> okay, I, 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 you'll hear it like I, I was like, let's fucking go, clip it, and I, I clap, and you hear like the mic peak from the thunder clap that I just did right in front of it, and so, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's been it's been a, and this was like the start of twenty twenty, I believe. Oh shoot! So two years now. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It's right. Been two years. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's been two years. That's a good run, dog. That Jesus Christ, mm. that's, that's fucking flavorlicious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two years is a long time, dude. That's a long time to be doing mm. the fucking thing, man. You're and you're you're doing a fucking great job at it. You're doing you're doing yeah, phenomenal. I, I like we, we we've been watching some moves you make, and I know like we've been kicking it a little bit for a while now, and like mm. you're you're doing the fucking thing, dude. You plan you plan I just on met getting... these guys yesterday, by the way. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, well, we've never seen <laughs> you before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, brand, yeah. New, brand new here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Devin, hit the boy with a hit the boy with a question. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, one for him. Go ahead, go for it, dude. So like yeah. I mean you've been the homie and like you yeah. you kind of you kind of like you omit this like vibe where like it at least in my experience it's like everybody likes you in our in our community which is awesome because mm-hmm. like you you know you're you're funny you you bring like a safe aura to the chat mm-hmm. all the time you know but like yeah. are there are there times that you've had like any trolls or assholes in your streams like come into your spaces or anything yeah i I do uh yeah i do it's like sometimes like people will come in like after like um you know i play them like of course i play a lot of online fps's so you know you know how that's like you know um Mm -hmm. people coming in and you know they're talking trash and you know i try to make it funny i try to like you know talk a little smack myself you know um i don't usually let like you know when people come in i don't usually let it get to me um Mm -hmm. i think like the only time where i ever feel like uh uh, like uncomfortable or not uncomfortable like i ever like feel down about something is if i was like not doing well in a game or like mm-hmm. you know uh or if like someone's like uh who's doing better than me that's an asshole i've come like oh fuck you dude like <laughs> like like wow like you don't deserve <laughs> this right now yeah. this is this is <laughs> you know but um i always try to keep a i always try to keep make everyone else around me feel comfortable whether it be like you know trying to make them laugh or trying to make them smile even just for a second um because like i know how it can feel to be uncomfortable in in situations like in social uh social events or social gatherings where like there's a lot of time where i'm like i can't be in here right now or i don't feel like i fit in so i always try to like make people feel like they can talk to me because a lot of people like um that i've known throughout the years like after I got to met and got got to meet and got to know them, like they've always told me, like you're kind of intimidating, <laughs> like like that's why I haven't talked to you, like because like I have the biggest like re- resting like bitch face, like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, but I'm chilling. I'm like in in my head, I'm like I'm vibing out. But <laughs> if someone someone looks at me, they think like, oh, this guy doesn't want to be bothered at all, you know? Yeah. So I always try to smile. I always try to like. You know, keep my face up so because mm. to make people feel like they can approach me. 
I know um, how that feels. Yeah, being a dude yeah. with face tattoos all over, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. People that are like questionable <laughs> yeah. of my, my I'm like, morality. dude, just talk to me, man. I'm not. I'm I, not gonna. I'm not gonna kill anybody. I, like, I, I, I forget who Ernell is sometimes, and I just call the cops when I see him at the movies. <laughs> I can't fucking stand you i can't stand you so much dude now dj you've been you've been in content creation for a couple years now and and Mm -hmm. obviously you found like some comfort in doing so um but most importantly you've you found comfort in doing so as an aapi man and like being like someone who is asian pacific islander myself like when we first started doing this we had unfortunately the uh the terrible shit that had happened in atlanta and like soon after we mm. started doing good Kraken, and we had a big run where we were talking to other AAPI creators about like the things that you know are going on in the country and the things that the perception of being an AAPI creator, what that means for us on a greater scale of things. Um, we're all we're always looking for ways in that the industry can do better by us AAPI folks, us marginalized folks, what are some ways and actions that you want to see from, from this industry, from the industries we're a part of, like what moves do you want to see them make to do better at supporting us minorities? Um, so can you, can you repeat that again? Sorry. Like yeah. Like do you, do you, do you have anything like being in, in the content creation space, like mm-hmm. Twitch, for example, or yeah. just video game companies, you know, things, so on and so forth. Do you have anything specifically that you want them to do better to support us API folk? Um, I think there isn't like one thing that I like really want. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of things that I think should be done better. Sure. Like, sure. Um, even like, not just like API, but like, just like uh minority in general, like, mm-hmm. um, I don't feel like Twitch does enough to highlight us creators. Um, that's damn, why I, that's why, I, that's why I've, uh, on my Twitch channel, you see, I have no sub button. I've revoked my affiliate status. Cause I feel like I don't want people to have to give half of their money that they're trying to support for me to, to Twitch or Amazon when they're not yeah. like supporting us. Really. They're not putting us in the, in the spotlight unless like we get, we're really, really popular. Um, and, like there was something about like I think I read I read somewhere I think uh, if you guys know like what what's his name uh, uh, from um, from what's uh fuck from from where from where what do you think uh, his name is Toast right something Toast uh, yeah 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 we 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 know, we know about Toast yeah so so, so like um, I remember him talking in an interview saying like the first time he was approached with a Twitch contract they said he wasn't marketable enough ah Jesus uh, Christ because <laughs> he was Christ, Asian. Man. You know, and so that's why he was on Facebook for so long. Yeah, that's why he, he yeah. took that change to Facebook gaming. Now he's back on Twitch, which so I guess like that relationship has been repaired with money, I presume. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so that's a fair, I, I, that's I think a fair like, assumption. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, so they because like I remember that when when that happened, like when he signed back on the Twitch, I'm like they must have tossed him the fattest bag. Like for him to come back, I mean, I me wouldn't, f- I would never take, I would never take it back if if that happened to me the first time from them. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, like to be fair too, like Twitch has made some adjustments to their staff. Um, I know uh, uh, Raven, who's a part of our team, uh, was was the the forefront, like the flagship for the uh, Twitch Do Better movement that happened. Uh, yeah. You know, back back in the day, and <clears throat> the. 
in the conversations with that around with with Raven being here and, and they would keep us updated on it. Uh, Raven was explained to us like they had to make moves. They had to make some adjustments with the management and like the teams and stuff that like run Twitch because mm-hmm. they there were people that did not give a fuck. So who knows? Maybe maybe, you know, some adjustments were made and he was like, all right, yeah. like if you guys are feeling good about it. Then. And and I've seen them make like some tiny adjustments like you've seen like the like they revamp the tags and stuff. So you can like tag yourself as like. Um, you know, Asian American or like, you know, a specific like uh, whatever step, nationality right. you're from. Right. So you can you can have that. And I think that's pretty cool to have that there to like, you know, I ident- put some identi- identifiers onto my stream. But yeah, I think I think it's just I, I don't feel I don't feel like we're represented enough. Really? I feel like, yep. you know, it's like because it's already like content creation for us. um for API, it just it's like from like our families, like you already hear like the them lecturing us, like it's not like we they already don't see, see this shit. Like, they don't want us to do Yeah, they don't shit. want us to do this shit. They already <laughs> see it as, they don't think of it as an occupation or a career, an actual valid career choice. So it's already hard enough to do it to just start. And it and it's I think it's it's even more difficult to grow in a sense. Like um uh because like you know, people already have like the the preconceived notion, like the already, like the I guess the stereotyping or like the perceived yeah. notion of of, yeah. of how Asians are supposed to act and like how they're supposed to sound or how they're and I think people do that more with Asian people than um, any other like race really um, or like or it's on par with like how like some people view African Americans or Black people, you know like. Just like stating like creators, dude. Yeah, yeah, especially as content creators, because like I don't think we're represented enough in, in, in not represented enough, but represented enough in enough ways. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I, in my opinion, I don't see um a, any Asian content creators with like sort of my personality or like um my like energy. Like some of it, it's like you know. You see some like Asian men, or you could view as you could look at like they're kind of more submissive or whatever, you know, uh, or like more softer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. I, I don't, I don't see enough like representation through our whole like spectrum of like different like Asian Americans. Yeah. API. Yo. You know. So. And, and it's. Um, I think that's. Yeah. Devin, what is going on over there? Are you okay? That's thunder. Oh, is it thundering outside? Oh, nice. Bro, dude, Thor, Thor's out to. It just, it just boomed. Show, in, in dude, dude, did you guys hear that? Yeah, I, I, I heard it. It sounded like I, I heard it. Yeah. I, I, like, I was just like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Devin, do you have a question for a boy? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I know we talk about this uh, from time to time when we're when we're all having our chats, but I, I, I'd like the people to know what are some big picture goals that you got for being a content creator for streaming like what what are your your big goals you have in mind right now um so my big goal is to just uh to just blow up and forget everyone that i've yeah yeah of course yeah yeah that's it that's the one dude that's the one yeah yeah you're like i want that bag with with, uh any other woman but my wife uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the goals bro that's it uh, dude but um so so right now i like i said in the beginning i'm still a university student i'm in my 
I'm approaching my senior year next semester in the fall. So um, I was my plan is to I know I've been like streaming on and off because of school because it's, it's just getting really hectic. But yeah. I'm thinking after I get my degree, I'm going to dedicate uh, at the most two years. I want to dedicate at least uh, at the most two years to really just like head to the grindstone, like con like pushing out content that I want to make. And I think that people will want to watch. Because for the longest time, I've just been streaming. But um, before I was streaming, I was also making videos. I was editing. I was learning to edit and yeah. like making like I made like a 17-minute a PUBG edit that I inspired mm -hmm. by like hyper edits that I've seen um, on YouTube before. And um, I want to make uh, I want to make my content build like my repertoire, build up my editing skills and um, my filming skills and um. And eventually, I want to build up a, a demo reel, so I can I can I can focus on getting my dream job, which is um, become an esports caster. Um, because again, people said I have the voice for it, and it, I I thought about this like before I I got to college. I was like, esports or a sports commentator and esports caster, like either or, like um, it mixes all the things that I like uh, that I enjoy doing. Which is one? It's 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 a performance art, you know, like theater. Like so where the theater comes from, you know, you're entertaining, you're up there, you're storytelling. And um, second is sports. I love sports. I love watching sports. I love the atmosphere that comes around watching mm -hmm. sports. And third is video games. I love gaming. I love I love playing games. I love playing games with friends. I enjoy this avenue of this media that like. Just it, it brings me joy every time. Like when I find something new or something that I didn't think I'd like that has become a part of me now. And and video games are like the future moving forward. I mean TV's dying, radio's dying. Yeah. Paper print yeah. paper is dying. God damn. So um video games and the the metaverse is like the, the next big thing. So let's do it, dude. Are you, are you gonna be in that metaverse game? Uh, are you gonna be doing uh yeah, so, shout casting and, and, and the metaverse? Like, yeah. And then uh, I also so uh, the besides streaming on Twitch, I think I'm gonna expand into YouTube a little bit more and like make TikToks. I I, I was making TikToks for a good bit, like uh, a year a half a year ago. And um I wanna make some video like some really cool videos because i have these ideas in my head um right. I'll, I'll run two of them by you so one of them is i call it um what did i miss um which is uh which is me going through different games and movies that people have considered like their favorites or their classics right you know that i never got to ex experience as a child nor have i gotten the experience like growing up like so, let's say, let's say for example, I've never beat Skyrim. Skyrim is like one of uh, people's like favorite game. games of all time, right? Hate that game, good Hate game, um, trash game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of their favorite game. games, and I never understood why it's your favorite. So like, I'm gonna dive in like to the vanilla game, play through it, and then like it'll be like a post commentary situation where like, okay, so this is why. Like I can understand why people like this game. This is like the like interesting things about it. So okay. this is okay. what I missed, like throughout the years. Or like let's say I've never seen The Shining, so like I I'll watch The Shining and I'll, I'll give my notes on it and like I'll like and it'll be presented as like what did you miss? Like like if you never watched The Shining, like this is what you'll be missing. Um, 
from this experience because like you know and encapsulating that so i i think that's um i think it's a cool concept i want to dive into because i'll yeah, catch dude. up on like everything that i've missed and like you know people could recommend me like oh like uh have you never seen indiana jones you should go you know do this that and the fourth go check this out that's good that's gonna go dumb dude that's gonna be really really good yeah cool, I, I was like this is this idea is like just been in my head for the longest and then the second thing is uh uh it's inspired by like uh oh what is it fdr's like fireside chats um, oh yeah okay okay so like i it'd be like a a, a weekly or bi-weekly thing where i just it's the vibe fires the vibe fire chats where i'm i'll kind of go through like gaming like kind of what you guys do like gaming news and stuff like that and like you know interesting things that are going on in in the world and um and like you know open up discussions for different things and um also during that i also want to uh i there's DJs in my name for a reason. I really like music. So like every week I'd end off with like, here's a weekly playlist to get you through your week. Um, you know, and I'll explain like these different songs make me feel a certain way. Hopefully it, it makes you feel this way and like stuff like that. And fuck uh, yeah, dude. And like curate a playlist like every week or every two weeks for that. You've got a good so. game plan, man. That's a very good game plan. Yeah. I mean, just like I know, like we, we, me and Devin here, we've we talked about some ideas we've had for content that are probably mm-hmm. like two or three years out. Honestly, like we have a lot yeah. of stuff that we've been laying ourselves to, and it's, it's good to have a, a game plan for like what you're wanting to aim for. And like honestly, dude, like I know we've like fucked around before or whatever, but like I have every confidence that you're gonna kill it as a, as a caster, yeah. dude. Like you're gonna fucking yeah, kill that when you get to it, man. All right, I'm, all I'm right. excited to see it. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's gonna Thanks, be man. it's gonna be good, dude. Now I want to touch a little bit on what we were saying a little bit about being like a marginalized creator. Uh, a, a couple questions ago, do you have any mm-hmm. advice that you? So, so actually, let me backtrack real quick. Uh, Devin, as partially an indigenous American man, um, we have uh, basically everybody here at GK is is some form of marginalized person. Um, whether it be our ethnicity, whether it be their LGBTQIA2+, like, whether it's, it's, we're disabled, you know, like, there's, we have every single one of us is some way, shape, or form a minority. And, uh, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of our friends and stuff that come in here, and they, they are part of this family because they want to be allies for us, they want to help us. I want to ask you, like, what is some advice you'd give to the people in your life, or even people that are not in your life, allies, quote unquote and i do say quote because i have some like reservations about that that phrase generally speaking but uh do you have any advice you'd give to those allies in your life or around you to help support us minority creators in a very real way um i think it just starts like at the individual level for like allies i think it just starts with knowing who who you're you're talking to like you know who like understanding like okay yeah you know that i'm bisexual but like do you understand like why that is like do you understand like what comes with being like that and presenting that way um and like knowing that okay i am bi like you wouldn't think like you know some i tell people i'm bisexual like where you're really bi i'm like yeah like you know we come like this like you know what i mean like it happens i don't have to (laughs) i don't have to be very flamboyant about it but you know, if I if I see a, a guy that's attractive, I'm gonna say that he's attractive. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 that thing. It's like on the like individual level, just knowing and understanding, and not being too ignorant about, mm-hmm. um, you know, these different terms, and not like 
just staving it off because I know I still know some people who are who don't understand like the concept of like using pronouns or um, you know uh, knowing the different like identifications that people have. Mm-hmm. Um, but also don't try to play into those labels too much either because at the end of the day we're all still people. It's yeah. our labels so and it. what we <laughs> we present well, yeah the way we present ourselves like the way we present our labels it's not how, we're we're not defining ourselves as this. It's just part of who we are. It's just only a part. Mm-hmm. So still understanding that we're we're still people even though you know that I'm bi or you know that I'm this that like I'm still like I'm still DJ, you know, like it's nothing's really changed. It's just who I am. Yeah. So I think like it it starts there. Um, and to support us, like like I said, don't try to play into the label. Like you don't have to like know the lingo or like you don't have to like say things that are that right. like make sense <laughs> to me. To like, I like I get it. Okay, like <laughs> you're supporting a, me. There's a communication just, just barrier. Come and watch. Just come and watch. <laughs> Sit down. You don't have to go all out with all that. Right, right. Just be, right. just be you. Let me be me, and it's all good, dude. You know? That's it's funny you say that because I Devin can attest here. I, I recently came out as pansexual like uh, early this year, and I I explicitly said in my coming out posts about it, kind of like let people around me know like this changes nothing. Because, like, this isn't some mm-hmm. new revelation or anything like that. I just, like, wasn't until recently found a group of people that that love and support me and I love and support them back that I felt finally comfortable being able to talk about it and mm-hmm. really, like, experiment with conversations around it. And people like Blizzbear, who we had on the show, have been pivotal in helping love me feel guy. more a fucking amazing human being. I love him so much. I'm trying to get I banned. Him, I'm I met trying him to get a while back, man. He's super cool. He's he's, he's so cool. fun. Dude, we had so much fun with him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a disaster. I love Liz, dude. Like, he's Liz oh, like God. I wish I wish I could talk to him more, but like he's, he's, yeah. he's awesome, man. Fuck long him. time ago him and I shit. we were playing a knockout city together every now and then. Yeah. He he's he's dude, I I remember I remember finding him when he was only like averaging 30. Yeah, like barely thirty. That's yeah. when we had him on. Yeah, <laughs> long That's crazy. time ago, dude. Like it's like he, like over a year ago. Now, now? He's he's like on year? billboards now. He's he's yeah. going crazy. He was on I'm fucking rooster teeth the other day, dude. Like it's yeah, dude. On achievement hunter, uh, bro. Chief and hunter, like, like oh my god, dude. Like he's killing it. I'm but, proud of him. So yeah, so fucking proud. proud. Of but he, but he's, he put, he's, he's putting he's, us. He, he's putting us all on. By the way, like he's literally putting us all on. Period. Period. Just him alone. We don't even deserve to be talking about the mountaintop. <laughs> anyway, he he was he was super important in in my in my feeling comfort with finally talking to people about it and expressing that that mm-hmm. side of me and Devin and everyone here at GK has been nothing but supportive. But going in and telling people like you don't have to treat me different just because you know that about me now. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not there is no difference. I'm still me. Like me saying that I'm pansexual doesn't mean I suddenly want to put your pee pee in my mouth. That's not the way it yeah. works. Like like yeah. it's, if you, you if know. I did you would know. Like I promise you would know. Yeah. Um, yeah, except for Devin, I do the, want his pee pee in my mouth, but yeah, <laughs> doo doo head. Um, yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it 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 baffled my mind. Like since we're on the subject of it, it was like sure. when you finally did tell people, even with us being a podcast that uh, is focused on marginalized peoples. Yeah, we still got unfollows when that happened. Yeah, 
which was yeah weird just nuts <laughs> nuts to me to think like, about dude. like like did you not support yeah like this I, message I don't understand like the uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the thought process behind it like right like you're like, super cool and then like oh he's pansexual click like, <laughs> click I'm like, out dog like how, how does that CEO. happen like like what do you mean? Like, it's not like some groundbreaking news. You like know you, like you, su- like you supported you, me being. It's not like you, you, you punted a baby forty yards. Like it's, like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, dude, the, like, yeah, like. The funniest thing is like when Ernell told me, I was just like, checks out. Yeah, L- like, literally, all sense. of them were yeah. like, yeah, it sounds about right. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, cool, great. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we understand. Yeah, that. It was like, 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 okay, Ernell, sure. <laughs> this is so fucking funny, dude. Know, well, dude, I, dude, I, that's, so I think weird. that's good advice to not don't treat us. We're not like zoo animals. It's not like we like you find out something about <laughs> You're us. You're my like, zoo suddenly, animal, though. I am, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, trust in this cage. I, I didn't know that you were bisexual till just like five minutes ago. I felt like I felt like I said it, but maybe you weren't there for that. I was yeah. I was there for it. I I, I remembered for it. Yeah, it might have but been I mean, that like, was off more. Like, yeah, I thought or you were high as balls. <laughs> <laughs> you do do that sometimes. You do oh do God, do that probably. sometimes. You're right. Probably. You're not, you're not wrong. Uh, probably, yeah. Shark you know, in chat says, "Uh, pansexual does not equal punting babies." <laughs> Yeah, fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah, yeah, fun fact, guys. One could argue, I guess, but uh, you know. (laughs) Anyways, DJ, (laughs) we got one last question for you, and uh, this is a question that we we ask everybody who's guests on our show. Devin, go ahead and hit him with it, my guy. Yeah. So, like, what is one thing that you feel is vastly overlooked when it comes to your specific marginalized group, like within the creative space? Like, what is one thing that you feel like? people just don't pay attention to that should be addressed. Mm. Like in terms of like being an API creator, being yeah. a, a marginalized yeah. creator. You um, um, I think, Hmm. This is a, this is a hard question for me. Cause like, it's not hard, but it's like, um, it makes me think cause you know, I never really thought about like, what is something that gets overlooked? Cause I feel like I just get, we just get overlooked in general. It's, it's all, it's all, so <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. All of it, but like, I think in a sense of like how we can be entertaining. Yeah. Cause okay. like you see, you see like Ludwig and like, you know, all these other creators who are, you know, predominantly white or like just white creators, like making like these interesting shows and things that, that put like uh, streamers on the map and like, you know, transform what we think is just live streaming. Um, I don't think, there has been like a head of like, uh, like a API like who's representative that's like making stuff like that. Even though I think we have the capacity to, I think we, uh, yeah. any of us can like make something as entertaining as that. You know what I mean? So I think you know, as API creators, we need to step up and like hope and like on on our end, step up and make something that's really cool that that we can call our own. And on the other end, I I want these streaming platforms to help bolster us up into like this realm of like we can make shit like this you know like we have the capacity to like create some cool shit you know because i don't i personally i don't see it on the front page of twitch i don't see it being damn uh we don't put on really don't like articles (laughs) you know what i mean they just think like either we're good at games or we're funny you know what i mean like it's like (laughs) you know yeah um yeah you know it, it, it there's there isn't it feels like 
kind of boxed in like an invisible box that we're kind of just like standing still in like because they told us hey there's a box around you we're not supposed to move but i feel like we should just take a step out of it and like you know make something cool make something interesting because you know we've been kind of like struck like most of us like in like asian american families we're always structured so so much you know like we're supposed to follow like this straight and narrow path when i think we can we can really branch out and make something really cool that can represent us and you know put and like educate and like put other people on to like how we uh how we present ourselves and how we express ourselves yeah yeah that's that's a good good way to put it my dude like we me me and Devin talked about it for you know the you know year that we've been doing gk is like a big the most important part of why we started this was so we can have these conversations around marginalized creators around minorities in our industry around you know minorities in entertainment like generally speaking and then we doubled up on the conversation of us wanting to take gk to a level that is we want to be another g4 we want to be another rooster Mm -hmm. team we want to be another one of those groups that give a source of fun loving entertainment to the video game and entertainment industry but we want to do it without letting go of our roots and that was welcoming in people from all walks of life welcoming in minorities and like really focusing on talking about the the conversation around us as minorities and as creators and how those two things are not separate like they're they're not like mm. oh he's a creator and he's asian it's like he's just a creator yeah. and he just yeah. so happens yeah. to be asian and like because like we have to have that conversation at all in the first place it's like we we love doing what we do when we have a guest on we get a get a chance to like offer a safe space to actually talk about like who you are and what you do and why you do what you do and you can feel good about being here and and feel welcome for being just who you are as a human being. And like in, in, in our end goals of creating GK and making it as big as we want to make things here, like having the forefront of that and having guys like you and having people like Mm -hmm. Nikki Nanami and people like Blizz be on the show and give them that space makes us feel real hopeful that like one day there could be a show that's ran by minorities for minorities. And there is a place in this industry for guys like you and for guys like us Mm -hmm. and for people in the games industry that don't typically get that spotlight. Cause we saw what happened this past black history month. And that was bullshit. How Twitch handled that. And like, there's mm-hmm. so much space in these in this entertainment industry for marginalized creators to f- succeed and thrive and live a good fucking life and give entertainment to the people that want it. And they're going to fucking learn, bro. They're going to learn today, yeah. DJ. <laughs> Let's yeah, fucking sir. go, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. DJ, thank you for hanging out with us, dog. We, we appreciate you. It's amazing talking to you. It's amazing anytime we get to hang out with you for a little bit. Guys, let's go ahead and get into our schedule real fast. Uh, next Tuesday, we have another good cracking podcast. We are doing best video game antagonist. Since this past Tuesday, we did protagonist. Uh, come in, hang out with that. That's 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time and 10 p.m. Eastern time live right here at twitch.tv slash Uh Then on Wednesday, we have another Ocean Shrine story time where I'm playing a brand new indie game that just came out a couple days ago called Road 96. Uh, wait, Ooh. actually, are we doing that? 
no, uh, no, I never thought mind. This was Garrick's week. Th- this is Garrick's week. Garrick, so it's actually the week after I'm playing Road 96. This next week is actually Vermilion Voyages, where he's going to be playing yep. Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's what he's doing. That's actually which what you doing. will see Bulbasaur. Oh yes, you will see Bulbasaur. Yes, Bulbasaur. Surreal knows what we're talking about. Uh, Shark, dude, come in, come and hang out with us. That's uh, that's Wednesday the um. Uh, uh, the 27th, I'll be playing Road 96. I haven't gotten a chance to finish it or, or touch it at all. I've been waiting so I can play it on stream, but it looks hype. I'm still coming up. But come in and hang out with us for Pokemon next Wednesday. It's going to be fun with Garrick. Uh, he, he he loves he loves Pokemon so much. Uh, and then next Thursday, we have our Patreon-exclusive recording of the Shipwreck Show. Um, you guys can come in and hang out with us. We have a new Shipwreck coming out this Sunday, uh, tomorrow, um, and it is wearing the feely heelys i'll tell you <laughs> you guys are gonna you're gonna want to watch that episode yep. next friday we have splash day which is our multiplayer gameplay stream uh we're playing sea of thieves finally for the new content update that they're rolling out mm. next week uh we're really excited for it because we played sea of thieves on stream a long while back the game was broken as fuck with the pirates of the caribbean update so we're excited to see if they've patched Patch things up a little. You know what I'm uh, I, b- I believe there's there's a fourth seat open still. I, th- I think. I, so. I believe I think so. If someone's looking yeah, to play yeah. some CUTs, you know what I'm saying? DJ, you play some CUTs. You want to play some CUTs with the boys? Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll be in touch. Be in touch. We got something else. CZs. We we do we do have something else we want to talk about. It's a little bit more important after the show, but you just keep in touch. You know what I'm saying? Next Saturday, then we have another good cracking podcast. We're talking video game movies ranked we're going to be ranking all the video game movies that have come out um that we're excited to really kind of talk a little bit about uh we'll be making a list we'll be ranking those bad boys and we'll be talking about them with you guys that's uh live at 12 p.m next saturday uh pacific time 3 p.m eastern time and it's gonna be good again dj thank you for coming in and hanging out with us we appreciate you we love you you've been been a part of this family for a while now but it was good to finally have you on and like make some content with you we appreciate you dude guys come in drop more questions for dj in the in 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 the comments below drop in in our discord you know you want to want to get to know our boy we love our boy i'm saying let's Mm -hmm. fucking do it dog yeah come hang out chill chat and then follow him on twitch too Make sure you follow him and follow him on Twitch. You want, you want to give, give our boys some support. In the meantime, y'all, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Show, where you can submit questions and topics to the show. You can get exclusive post-show content and you have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital sea. Thank you. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking the beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We are not doing a post show because we have our guest on. He has a life to live. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other. Bye. 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 Bye